Hey, how we doing? I'm Keisha. I'm Rashad. Another episode of Hanging with the Jones. This is episode four. Four. Quattro. Yeah, for yeah. Spanish-speaking folks. This is episode four. Uh, we talk about life, love, and marriage, and we got a new topic for today. Quick recap about the week. I haven't seen you guys in a while. So how was how was your week? How was last week for you? It was pretty good. I'm no, work from home. <laughs> Didn't do nothing. I'm stop saying that. I did not, but just working has been a lot. Um, shout out to our essential personnel because social workers always get left out, but we out there too. Shout out. <laughs> but you're working at home. No, I'm not. I'm essential personnel. You're working. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Are you essential at home? I'm essential. Go ahead. <laughs> That's the case. I'm essential too. But no, I'm no, your 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 whole thing is closed. Wow, <laughs> your school's closed. School's closed. The hospital never closed. But you're not there with them. I am in the trenches. I am grinding it out. I am. I'm in the basketball court. First with line them. of defense. I'm in the court with them. No, you're not. We shoot it. You're not even. Uh-huh. You're we're not even together. in the arena. Yes, I am. You're you're yes, somewhere I am. else. That's how Hello, that was me. You that are. That was me right there. At the house. So. Shout out to my essential social workers. We out there too grinding. Yeah, and all the teachers. They still got to teach these kids from home. Yeah. Um, shout out to the parents who don't want to teach their kids. Yeah, because we don't. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to teach our children. Oh, like I hate teaching kids, man. Like little kids, like 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 Maddie, like Mia age. It's hard. Like, so shout out to those teachers because it is hard. And I joke and say like. I, this was never my intention to homeschool. Nah, elementary, this pre-K, like, nah. much love to y'all. Like, y'all the real MVPs. Like, I don't, I, like, I love kids, but I can't teach them. They're the worst. <laughs> Absolute worst. They're the worst students. They don't care. They don't, they don't, they don't, they don't perform well. And then they expect to have, like, snacks and crap afterwards. You didn't earn this snack, yo. Like, why are you asking me for all this other stuff? You didn't do no, anything but he that. tried to go partial. He don't want to give her a snack, but he wants her to go take a nap. No, yeah, you got to. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, Rashad, it's 10 o'clock. It's not nap time. Yeah, it is nap she just time. woke up. You didn't listen. Time to take this nap. <laughs> yeah, man, but, like, I, my, my week's been was pretty good. You know, back to the group of things. And um, mm-hmm. I jumped my, my, um, my, my jump rope broke. So Good. I'm in the process of buying another one. <laughs> Good. Why would you say good? That's how I get my cardio with my jump rope. No, no. Because there's more you random just, purposes. You just mad because you can't jump rope. <laughs> why can I jump rope, Mr. Charles? I've never seen it. Like, what? <laughs> you lie never, a lot. You never utilize a jump rope in okay. our. In our what else? Can I ride a bike? Okay. You, you, I've seen that. So I, I can't jump rope. I, I could jump double dutch. So that didn't do with uh, jump rope. Yep, that's not a rope. Well, somebody's helping you. <laughs> somebody helping me jump double dutch. You still have to jump. Oh my gosh. See, people who um, jump double dutch, you know how it's more, that's for more of a professional jump roper. Is that even still a thing? It's like four it people is. doing that. <laughs> Yo, it's gonna be competition. My mother won competition. Oh, <laughs> don't your mom? Oh, shut up. Ma, 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 I'm gonna tag you on this video. Slap him. Oh my god. Slap him up. Well, back in the olden days, huh? The days <laughs> Slap of, him. You know, in the golden days of yore when we jump rope with two people. With two ropes. Make me hot. Yeah. Com- 
competitions. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to jump on top of that thing. Good for you. Mm-hmm. That's all stars. All stars? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Good for you. So it wasn't that long. Yeah. You just used to be in the country. Uh, you got yeah. to chase fireflies. <laughs> No street to jump on. <laughs> turn those. That's why. Yeah. Chase the fireflies. So yeah. Rather chase them than chase bullets. <laughs> I chase them. I chase dreams and aspirations. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. You dodge bullets, right? No, I, I chase dreams and aspirations. <laughs> okay. Sound like old Negro spiritual over here. Anyway. Oh man, all right. Let's get started. So today we're gonna talk about uh, something that. We kind of touched on it before, but not really. And that is having expectations for your marriage. I think that's something that we sort of did, but mm-hmm. not really did until somebody actually told us what it was and made us really think about it. Because if there are no expectations, there will always be miscommunications. There'll always be things that you are wanting from your your partner and not getting from them. And you will be non-verbally expecting this thing to happen. Mm -hmm. But since you don't say it, and then you think the other person should know it, it never happens. I don't think when we first started dating, we really thought about expectations. Nah. I think I dating went like this. You believe in God? Yeah. You believe in God? Yeah. Okay, that was it. <laughs> That's foundation. Yeah. Good foundation. Not even though we believe in the same God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Practice the same way. Nah. Why don't you believe in God? Okay. Yeah, okay. It's meant to be. <laughs> God's good. <laughs> you go to church sometimes? Yeah, yeah. When last time you went? Okay, me either. Okay, we good. <laughs> two, three years. That's how it really was. So we didn't even think about expectation. I think it was... First time is when we did marital counseling. I wouldn't say then. Like, well, I would say because Pastor talking about making um having a vision for your marriage. But like, and yeah, it's kind of like uh, I think when we kind of got it is when we got that prophecy for Lula Baker. No, I think I said kinda. No, it, like put like this, like the whole expectation thing really didn't come into fruition to like maybe seven, eight years in our marriage. Yeah. But I was saying, like, along the ways, there were hints. Yeah, yeah but nobody... <laughs> but it didn't manifest like, until almost man- 10 years later. It manifest. Nobody even said, like, yo, like, you should have expectations. I think that that was one of the things where where we kind of really had to wait till somebody told us. Because we just didn't know. I mean, like... I forgot. I think it was some sort of, like, marriage thing. Or it was like... I think when the marriage counseling later on. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. It was, it was, it was Davis. Davis told us. Okay. It was Davis. Like so, like so, we got sat down, had some marital counseling. This we do every time and time because you should talk to somebody that's about your marriage, mm-hmm. and um, just to have a, a unbiased third party really kind of come through and to make you all reflect on what your issue mm-hmm. or it could be, or just get get a check in. So we would challenge the um a couple of things. One. Did you know what your um, spouse's number one fear was? Like, what is your spouse's fear? Mm-hmm. And secondly, um, do you have do you do you have expectations for your marriage, or what were your expectations for marriage? Mm-hmm. 
And through those two things, that, that led to a conversation where we never actually addressed what our mm -hmm. um, expectation for marriage even was. Now, when we say expectation for marriage, we had, well, I had an expectation is what I want in a spouse. Yeah. However, once you cross over to the road, what's your expectation for our marriage? Um, I don't think I quite had it. I didn't have it. Nah. Or we had expectations, but we never communicated to each other. So when we got married, I remember we was talking, we each was expecting each other to be something else, but we never communicated. Like, we just thought because of our upbringing, like, it was just going to happen. And I think when we were back then, we didn't even think about it just don't happen like that. Nah, it was it was it was weird because like like when it was posed to me, it's like yeah, I have expectations for marriage. I feel like you know we should be loving couple. You know what I'm saying? I expect like you know my wife to to support and care, yada yada yada. But that never like I never actually said those things mm -hmm. to you. So it was um. The it, support oh yeah, that's a big one for you. Yeah, you used to being supported. Yeah, so like I, I, I um I wanted those things, but never really, I never eloquated those things, and and especially at the time, I mean, and it's just people, especially if you're younger in, in, in your relationship, courtship, and or marriage, some of those things you may not be able to actually say because you don't know that you that you should be saying them or that that emotion or that want or that core longing is even there. Especially that big one, support is a big one because Rashad, you like even though that's your expectation, you kind of push that away. Yeah. So for instance, when we was dating, he was in the band, and I would go to the, all his anything band related um, that was you know I didn't have to travel for, or you know travel outside of Virginia for. And he's like, "Why are you here?" And it was football games. I do not like really any sport. So he was like, "Why are you here?" I'm like. To support you, he's like, really, like, why? And I came from a big family. If one of my family members is in the shoelace tying competition, we all going like, tie that shoe, you better get it. <laughs> <laughs> like, am I right, for sure? So that's why I'm used to. So when he said, like, why are you here? Uh, to see you. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was foreign to me. But um, because when I came on, like, my people were either busy or they were at work, they have those things to do, they have responsibilities. So the expectation was you have to, you, if it's something that you want to do, you're going to probably be doing this by yourself. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't like, and it wasn't like, I didn't really realize it until like I was in college. Trust me. Not even. <laughs> no, not you. <laughs> Close to you, but 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 not you. My um, like I didn't. I don't realize it. Like when I got to college, like even like when when me and my um, my boy, my Jonathan, we went to Norfolk State together, and we basically packed up his old van and left by ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like if I would have went during the normal school, I wouldn't be able to check myself into the dorm because I was only seventeen. If you eighteen, if you seventeen, like you need to have a parent sign you one. And since I was in the van, they just pushed up. They they just ignored all that, and, and I was able to get into the dorm. So like that's everything I seen. Everybody's like parent there 
actually like you know with their kids and trying to like send them off and it just was like oh man like my parents should be here for this you know and like and, and, and it was like wow like yo like like I'm really feel like at that moment I was like yo I'm really doing this like like, like by myself but then, like, I don't know if it's just, like, the, the, the opposite of that kicked in. I was like, yo, well, shoot. Well, this on me then. Can't nobody, like, they can't acquire or ask of me of anything. You know what I'm saying? Because this is on me. So the whole having support thing was was very foreign. You know what I'm saying? Like, they supported in what they could. But, like, having, like, like, like um, sustained and constant support, consistent support, That was foreign to me to not having support. And th- I think kind of with you, I didn't realize how much support I had. Oh, yeah? Because it was so nasty, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I could sign up for a million one programs, and my parents are going to be there to cheer me on. Yeah. You know, someone's going to be there. And then she's going to make my siblings come. So, that you know, and then everyone else is going to come. So, and even some of the stuff I tell that, that you're like, and your parents support it? Yeah, I said, yeah. saying before I alluded to like I didn't know that that was something that I should have been communicating in the first place because I didn't know it was a real need until I realized that I didn't have it just like just because you're ignorant to a thing doesn't mean that um, you can't become not ignorant to it and when when you become when you come knowledgeable with something it kind of reconceptualizes like how things happen. Mm-hmm. So I had to go back and look at like where like okay, who was there, who was supporting, when people were there, people when people weren't there. So it really kind of makes sense of my just even my like my upbringing and other things I won't talk about today. But like I really had to go back like okay, now I know like who like like what matters and who matters. But I was just say going back to coming to our relationship when we finally did have that um, discussion, we kind of had like to apologize to each other. Yeah. We were holding each other up to a certain standard that we just expect the person to know. And I don't think I'll probably like 20. I was 20 when we got married. Yeah. You was like 30. 21. <laughs> Like, we, like, we're having a serious conversation. Okay. And you break so us I don't know, but, <laughs> but I don't think we even knew to think like that. Nah. 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 You know what I mean? I don't think we, our younger stuff even knew. And then 10 years later, I don't, when Pastor said it, it was kind of like, so what were you thinking when you got in this kind of conversation? It was like, you were thinking that. And I can't remember exactly our expectations on each other were. But I know I was like, really? That's what you thought a wife should be? That was never my, like, I didn't, not to say I would have any problem being that. There was, you didn't, I didn't even know that's what you needed. And I'm not sure that you really knew that. That was just kind of like, because a lot of stuff we talked about, how we saw couples on TV do stuff. Yeah, because the, oh yeah, now I remember, because the question was like, who is your role model for marriage? And I was like, 
it took me a minute to figure out just one or two couples who were, who were like who were actually like prototypes of of a marriage. Do you even think of anybody? Yes, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, like like, and then I had to kind of really go back, like, wow, like, and even those couple marriages that I um, that I picked, like, and my mom was like. Is that a really a good answer for the question? You know, like it was. I'm just thinking. I'm not sure if I know. Now, maybe know more people married, um, but back then, I'm not sure if I even knew too many people that were married. Period. Uh-uh. And even one of my daughters was like, "I've never been a flower girl." And I was like, "Well, when last time someone got married?" Yeah. <laughs> someone we knew. Sure. I, it's been a, a minute. It's been a while. Yeah. So to set out on example was kind of hard, but in a way it was, I liked it because there was no thing that we had to follow. Like we were able to create our own path, our own mode. So even like, so when we dress those expectations, you know, we had to, okay, look, I ain't gonna never do that. I'm not gonna never lead up to that. But this is what I'm willing to do. Yeah, it 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 made us um. It made us aware, like 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 I feel like if if we acknowledge that, like okay, like our our expectations were were jacked up, and we didn't really tell tell the other what we really wanted, and then we kind of um became aware that we do have expectations. Some of these expectations really aren't realistic mm-hmm. especially for just for how our family was constructed at the time and how we both have as a dual income household mm-hmm. we're both working you know and like especially like then like you were working from like that that like like the, like the no life shift from like three to ten mm-hmm. one thirty to ten so like you know like there was some things that I know you won't you wouldn't be able to do mm-hmm. and then like you know if I wanted to have a, a decent household, like I would have to do, mm-hmm. you know. So it's it was. I feel like expectations need to be flexible. Mm-hmm. They they need yeah. to be able to to kind of shift and, and and be malleable, and 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 move with time because things change. Um, nothing. Expectation and reality. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. for real. Because the reality of of life was like. Um, eight years ago, seven, eight years ago, mm-hmm. is totally different from what it is now. Because I think even your expectation, you kind of wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. Yeah, early on, yeah. Early at the, And it was never, ever in my tent to be a stay-at-home mom. And But that's something I didn't even know that he wanted. You know, but that was has never, I never was like, I want to be a stay-at-home mom. But when we had Desiree, when she kept getting sick, I thought, okay, I'm going to do the stay-at-home mom. And I don't think you like me staying home. Nah. <laughs> See, look, so what he wanted, he eventually didn't like. Because, okay, staying home. At that time, I stayed at home, but everyone else was working. So there was, like, nothing else to for me to do. I took care of the baby. The house was, like, immaculate. Like, I was literally clean with toothbrushes because, I mean, I have time. And... And I used to, you know, school. I did teach her. Um, 
other than that, it was like I just wait for him to come home because I had nothing. Like that was the only adult I can talk to, because everyone else was at work. Yeah, and then I'm inundated with like, how's your day? Like, and like, and especially back then, like, <laughs> it was like, oh I was like, and then they say what, and you say what, and then what happened? That like I was really like, yeah, and especially back then, like the way I communicate was like way less than like, how much I do now. Like, back then, I wasn't entertaining none of them conversations. Mm-hmm. Like, now, like, I like I understand, like, okay, there's it's, it's a point to this. Even if I don't want to do it, like, I'll, I'll entertain it. But back then, nah, it's and a then hard we, I, we, didn't, we didn't know anyone, yeah. especially where we lived. We didn't know anyone. Um, we only had one car, so when you took the car to work, it wasn't, like, even an opportunity to really go anywhere. So it's like I was just in the house, so when he came home, it was like, tell me more. Tell me everything you know. You woke woke up, got in the car, and then what happened when you got out? <laughs> like it was like literally like that because everyone else was working, um, so it wasn't any adult communication. No, not at all. Now I think now would be different. I would, but I don't have. I never had a desire to stay home. Yeah. I never had a desire. So even with that, with um talking about with expectation, even never your expectation was to have two boys back to back. Yeah. That was, I don't know if you remember the episode last week. I never thought I would have children. So, yeah, yeah, alone, two children, back to back. I was like, no. Yeah, and having, like, three girls, that totally was derailed. <laughs> no. We were, like, five and ten years apart. Like, yo, like, I remember the other day I was looking at um me. I was like, God, yo. When they all was going to have like, one yo, house. like, like, like. Bez is going to be a junior. She's going to be in kindergarten. I'm like, yo, this is going to suck. And when our oldest go to college, we're going to have a second baby? <laughs> hey. But even the, that, and we didn't know. So how we overcame that? Just talking. Yeah, like, like we just had, like, we just started having um, honest conversations. And I guess when life kind of gave you, like, the stay, um, the stay at home, you realize that that wouldn't work for you. Yeah, I mean, I had to let you be you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was looking for jobs as anything just like I got the house. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, you don't want to write it like that. I was like, why are you even applying? I went and got the house. <laughs> I didn't care. <laughs> My check wasn't enough for gas. And then whenever it was up, I uh, bought stuff from the mall. <laughs> Like back into the store, so <laughs> I didn't care. I just wanted to stay home. I mean, I just wanted to be out. Yeah. Oh, but now when I started working, to ten o'clock, eleven o'clock, come home, eleven o'clock, I did. I did want to be home. I think my I never wanted to be a stay home, but I did want to be the mother who, um, I took my children to school and was there when they came back home. And yeah, I, that wasn't realistic at all. I, but I did, while I worked late, I was able to take them to school. Remember, I used to volunteer a lot in the school. Yeah. But yeah. then, like, I, oh, that's what hurt my feelings, because um, sometimes Rashad would bring them to me for lunch, just so we can have a little time. And they was like, all right, Mom, see you tomorrow. That used to hurt my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, right? <laughs> Why did that person say this? <laughs> <laughs> and I used to hurt my feelings, but 
kind of like we, especially then we had to do what we had to do. Yeah, definitely. So I try to do so since I wanted to work later. I tried to um not try. I volunteer at the school. So in the daytime, I was all mostly at the school. Um, but when I came home, they were already asleep. Yeah. And homework was done and all that stuff, which I feel like sometimes not be, me being in the house, homework wasn't done efficiently. No, it wasn't. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not about to say anything, especially after I don't work at school. I'm about to say in school, y'all too. Y'all better get it. Y'all better get it how you live. <laughs> so, but the, even then, I could set expectations. I probably would never thought I will work a night job. You know, my expectations that I would be home. I, I guess we kind of model our expectations after the Cosby Show. To be honest with you, right? You know, like both of them. One's a doctor, one's a lawyer, but they always home. <laughs> and when it really happened, not you know, not doctors or lawyers, but it's like when we have careers, it's like that is totally fake. That is no way to always be home. Nah. Nah. There is no way. Nah, it makes no sense. So, what you think about how we doing now with our expectations? I think now, like, we, we're, we're pretty comfortable with saying what we want in the moment. Mm-hmm. I know, like... And it changes. It definitely. And, and, and like I said before, you have to have that, that room to be flexible mm-hmm. because... Certain things may have worked yesterday. Mm-hmm. Wake up today, like, bro, it's not working no more for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, and we've been together eighteen years, so I knew you even before we dated when I was seventeen. Yeah. And now we're closer to forty. Yeah, like it's that, not the same thing. Like, especially since I've had time to just be home and reflect, and even like, um, man, I used to um, go to North State with a few years back. He just been like flooding. Um, our, our FB group with like a bunch of old stuff and clips and pictures like bro like I am not I'm not that person no more like I'm like I'm so far removed from that you are like and, and like it's, it's it's cool to be nostalgic but like I'm like man like I'm not I'm not there no more like I don't even have the same emotion of, about about things like I used to so it's 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 really weird, and like and even in that, it's like people changing over time. If our expectations stay the same, then that stagnates a relationship, even with a friendship. Um, the expectation you have with, with a friend or even a coworker or whoever is going to evolve. As, Hopefully, as, yeah, as you all's <laughs> relationships relationship evolves. So it's it definitely was um was kind of like, you know, real, like, I was just in shock, like, yo, like, that is, that is not me no more. And like you said, the first thing was to kind of communicate, like, yeah, that, that worked when I was 17, 18, it ain't working now. <laughs> I don't nah, like that. Nah. I changed. Nothing stayed the same. And I know sometimes we expect everything to change, but each other. You know what I mean? Some, not saying us, but sometimes people can expect everything to change. They want the job to change. They want finances to change. They want everything to change, but not the relationship. And I think we kind of welcome the change. Yeah, I, I wanted to be a good change. Yeah, and like, and, and some of that that change was definitely was definitely forced, and some of the ex- expectations were weren't of our choosing. Mm-hmm. So, even like when you got sick, expectations totally changed mm-hmm. because 
there were things you couldn't do at the time. So like I I had to be there for that. Like when I um or like even when um I, I was, was in my process of healing. But still, I made some notes. There. Okay, but you were sick first before mm-hmm. you got healed, so that I don't understand. I said the process. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I was in my process okay. of healing. So when you got sick, and then you're in your process of healing. I didn't get sick. Okay. You still like you, you that was still, a change. Yeah, it was, it was a it was a that was change. like a a, a shock. Yeah, even <laughs> like like when I was. I didn't have a job for like almost like really like I didn't have like a steady full time job for like three four years. Yeah, that was a change. Like, Ooh, that was a yeah, yeah. Like so, it it was some things that that definitely were different and expectations of everything had to shift. You know, so you like I I really feel like for marriages to to survive and, and, and relationships. In general, to survive, people have to be aware of what their um, friend, partner, whoever is really needing at the time, and be able to communicate that um, honestly. Because sometimes we go through a thing and then really don't know how to say how we feel, or even won't even say like I don't even know what to say, or even sometimes pride. Yeah. Like I know I want to say I think they say, but I ain't saying that and be out there looking all transparent and <laughs> you come back and play me. Yeah. And nothing has happened, but in your mind you play the story. Mhm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about that another day too. Cause I mean, but like, but, but, but for real, it's it. It can be really difficult to be. It can it can be like even like for myself. I looked at myself a certain way for so long when the expectation of me as a person had to change. It was really hard for me to accept what the new expectation of me was. And it, I was like, wow, but I've been so cantankerous. I've been able to be angry. I've been able to be pretty upfront and just downright nasty. And it, and it was accepted. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it was like That's it, who it wasn't accepted from. It was no, definitely not you. Like you was always an exception to that rule. But still, it was it was pretty much accepted until it wasn't acceptable anymore, mm-hmm. and the and the expectation of me had to change. I was like, man, like I don't know how I'm, like I don't even know what I am outside of this. Mm-hmm. And then you know that whole like thing about identity and who I am and who, who I have become really started to come into play. And um, it's just a, a different set of expectations, man. It was, it was, that was rough for me. Mm-hmm. So where are you in that expectation of you? Where are you? Are you on your way kind of through that process? Or yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm already, I'm past that. That was a couple of years ago when I had to really resolve to, to be, to be a, um, just a more refined individual like I was too like I'm like I'm getting too old to really be this rough around the edges sometimes I still be getting pissed off and not, not caring but like it's, it's not a, an, 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 an elongated or prolonged thing it's not you just you know yeah that's that's not really who, who I who I ascribe to be and I would say like even just softening in life we all have these processes 
you know, expectation, how to get this, all a process. So that's why even when you say the six, it, it my, to me, it's a, it was my process of healing. Yeah. I just don't like to declare I'm sick. It, it was a process of healing. You know, still in that process a little bit. I'm still in the process, but not where I was five years ago, six, five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So all this in, in your process, I feel like, when, I think we talked about this before, process, the expectation, <laughs> it either makes you closer or apart. Yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah. It can make or break you. Yeah. Definitely. Because if you're not, because, because hmm, especially when the expectations of life change, either you're going to try to find those expectations, try to find somebody who can fulfill those expectations for you, or you can kind of shift with it and, mm -hmm. and find new things to be appreciative about, be thankful for, or just to really have an honest conversation with yourself about this may not be the time for this. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it, yeah, definitely. And I would say sometimes even with the expectations or process expectations, you don't always, you, you can support, but you don't always have to agree. Like, ah, you do that. Oh, don't think it's crazy, but what you need, I got you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, so, uh, and I have finally came to the point where I don't need you to always agree. Yeah, that's a good long time to get to that yeah, point. Too. Yeah, yeah. Now to the point, like, oh, okay, you don't like it, but I'm going ahead. Yeah, like, like, you don't need to agree. I'm going to explain what's going to happen. You don't think it's a good idea, but I do. And sometimes, after you see it worked out, you're like, oh. That was good. That was a good idea. Yeah. Like, I told you. But and like, then the next thing you say, so why you ask me for? Yeah. Like, I'll, if you don't need my opinion, like, we got it. Don't be trying to feel the opinions and you still going to do it. Yeah. That's annoying. Expectations. I don't want to jump and you don't know, and you don't know I'm jumping and you still back there. That's called open communication, effective communication. Right. I'm let you know my stuff, where I'm at. I try to keep you abreast. Don't swallow. <laughs> Don't choke. <laughs> anyway, um, you got anything else to say? I think, I think no. you pretty much wrapped it up pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I, I really hope that this with this um, conversation today that people really sit down. Even if like you gotta write it down or like put in your notes and then like you know like let your your partner see it and then really have a conversation about all right. This is what I thought it was going to be. Mm -hmm. Right? This is what it is. What can we do to actually make our mm -hmm. thing work? And and like and that's really what it's about. Like I don't like this ain't even marital advice. This is just we're just having a conversation. So whatever whatever's going to work for for you all is going to work for you all. It may not work for somebody else. What we saying today may not work for you at all. I mm -hmm. mean so be it. It's fine by me. But at least you all know where you all stand. So if things go south, it won't be a surprise. And even, let's say, for us, we do the beginning of the year. Not that we have New Year resolutions, but it's kind of easier to keep up it's for got, the beginning it's of the year. Goals. Yeah. Um, and we do, okay, what's the vision for our marriage this year? Did we meet the vision that we set um, last year? What's the vision for yourself independently? 
What's the vision for your career? And what's the vision for us as parents? Um, and we do this every year. And using New Year's, we sit there and evaluate if we got closer or farther away to that vision. But I would say the most important is to have a not only a vision for yourself, but for your marriage. And not even do it as a parent. Definitely. Definitely. You gotta, you gotta have some, some sort of sense of um, direction of where you want this thing to go. Because if you don't, it'll just go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And you have no real control over it. But yeah, that's, that's, that's all I really got. This um, episode is brought to you by coffee. <laughs> no. Just coffee. No, not a brand. Just coffee. Hang it with your Joneses. See you next week. All right. <laughs>